Hi there, it's Kathleen here, and welcome to The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. Let me encourage you to not just listen, but partner with God and practice what He speaks to you. You can access more information about me, my newspaper articles, upcoming events, contact me, or purchase my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, on my website at www.kathleenmaxwellwamby.com. This podcast is now in 28 countries, and people have donated so that you can listen free. Will you consider paying it forward for someone else by giving a one-time or monthly gift? Simply click the button that says Become a Patron or Patronage at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the like or follow, and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. Enjoy the podcast. Hi everyone, this is Kathleen and I am glad to be with you today and thanks so much for taking time out of your day to um, share it with me. I really appreciate it. For those of you that are new to the gathering or have not heard the podcast, um, I am a woman that has been in ministry for several decades now and have been a social worker, a business owner, um, more than anything I love Jesus. I live in Texas and in the hill country and in South Texas. And today I want to just share with you some some things that um, are just important to my heart, but hopefully it will encourage you wherever you are. So today's topic is how do we trust God when things are tough? How do we do that? I mean, those of you that may have gone to church for years, maybe you're kind of like me. I went to church for years. I grew up in church. But when I really began applying the Word of God um, in a fresh way, making it a part of my everyday life, that was when I was in my, I would say, 30s to 40s and just grew in a lot of ways in that. But I want to just start with a little story that goes back to trusting God and uh, bringing up, bringing it to some current events and just share some nuggets with you. Um, so back in 2009, I was um, widowed and life as I knew it was over. Um, I had been married for 30 years and my husband and I had dated three years prior to that and he got a rare cancer and in nine months to the day of diagnosis he was gone and so in those days that followed um, when he exited the earth I had to kind of sit back and say okay my world has shaken but what do I know what are the things that I know that I can take with me going forward into the unknown very unknown for me and very scary in a lot of ways um because it just seemed that things happened fast and at the same time my mom and dad's health was not good either but as i sat there and just pondered what it was i did know i came up with three things i knew and they were that i knew by this time in my life that God really loved me. And that wasn't always the case. Part of my testimony is how I knew the heart of Jesus. I knew the power of the Holy Spirit. 
but there was something missing in my own life that I couldn't really say God loves me. I didn't have a great understanding of that, but in my 30s, the Lord began to reveal that to me, and I began to see Him as God the Father in a fresh new way, and felt His love, and um, it was amazing. You can go back and listen to that podcast. I think it's Knowing the Father's Love and Giving It Away, or something along those lines. Um, So I knew God loved me when I was 49 and my life was in ashes. And I knew God was with me. I had learned just the power of how God is always with us as I walked the halls of hospitals while bad news was unraveling um, about my mom and about my late husband. And it was in that place that I knew, and I know now, doesn't matter wherever I go, I am not alone, that the Lord is with me. And I'm going to give you several passages on that. Um, And I knew God was faithful. He had always been faithful to me. Things had not turned out the way I had always wanted them to. Seldom did. But I could see his faithfulness as I just hung on to him. As I hung on to him in a simple trust. So fast forward um, to now. And, and I will say that journey, that journey in the past um, almost 13 years of my life, it's who I know God to be for me and who, who he's been in the darkest hours of my, my life. So fast forward to a current event. And if you're listening from around the world, maybe you haven't heard about it, but I would wager to say most in the United States have heard about it. We have a a home in Uvalde, Texas, and there has been a massacre. Um, A young man went in and killed 19 children and two teachers, and there's still people that are in the hospital. And for a small town, that is a a very big tragedy. Um, I don't think anybody ever saw that coming. We're a small little rural farming community in South Texas, and so it has been shattering or or just on multiple levels, and there's so much grief and sorrow and pain right now in this community, and I've been helping um, just to minister to families that have, their world has been rocked on multiple levels, but as this happened, and something of this magnitude, and something so unexpected, I had to say, okay, I had to go back to basics. What do I know? And here's, here's what I said and what I wrote down in my journal. I know that God heals broken hearts. And I know He loves me. And I know He's with me. And He's faithful. And it was interesting because as I wrote that down for the first time in, in 13 years, I realized how I had a new a new phrase on those three things I had said back in 2009. I had added, I know, I know without a shadow of a doubt, God heals broken hearts because I'm a living testimony of somebody's heart that was shattered and and God God healed it. 
And what I think is, is key in this is that I know I can trust him in a whole new way. And why is trust important? Why is it important? And how do we do it on a daily basis? Well, it says in Deuteronomy 31, 3 and 6 and 7, I think that we can trust God when we really know He's always with us. Let me read this passage to you. It says, For the Lord your God Himself will cross over ahead of you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. And that promise right there helps us trust when things are just tough. It helps us trust because God promises that he goes with us. He's gone ahead of us. It says the Lord God himself will cross over ahead of you. He's gone ahead of us into our circumstances. He's preparing a way, even though they may look dark or they may look uncertain or they may look just ugly. He's gone ahead of us. We may not see that he's working, but he is working. And he promises that he'll be with us and he will never leave or forsake us. And there are a number of passages that, that tell us that. But that is one way we can trust, is having that assurance that he is right there with us. And with the tragedy that's happened in Uvalde, I know that, you know, just as I walked into the room with the parents who were waiting to hear about their kids, and... My role as a minister was to go just pray with them and be with them um, when news was unraveling. And it was overwhelming at first when I stepped into the room and saw how many people were there. It was husbands, wives, other relatives, and everybody. You could feel the anxiety. You could feel the, uh, the grief in the room. And I did have to just take a deep breath. And I was like, okay, Lord, I know you're with me. You've never left me. You've never forsaken me. I know you're with me. And that gave me a confidence to move forward in the midst of the the tragedy there. Um, So knowing he's with us, I think, is key to trust. And, you know, I think when we need to upgrade our trust, the one thing that is important is that we don't partner with a negative. We upgrade our trust. And the Lord's presence, His presence to be with us is a present to you and me. And you and I can unwrap that every day, that His presence, that He never leaves us, is a present to us. What a gift. What a gift that you are so important, that I am so important, that the Lord God Almighty is right there, right there with us. In those times and I think that as we simply walk with him and sometimes that's in unknown places and we may not feel confident but as we simply walk with him and give him the gift of our trust and sometimes it's declaring Lord I trust you that we find peace 
And I think peace and trust go hand in hand. And when you set your heart to trust Him, there's a peace that can come into your into your heart. Um, I think understanding too how much He dearly loves us. To trust, we have to believe that God dearly loves us. And we really have to believe that his lordship, that he's bigger than any circumstance we face, that he is over all things and bigger than any obstacle. That's just who he is. And I think too many times we magnify our problems, we magnify our situation, and we don't magnify the power of God to work and to change in that. And so understanding that he really loves you. And he really loves me. You see, for me, I had been able to say, you know, for God so loved the world. And really fully was convinced of that. He loved the world. He loved everybody. But there was something, even though I was a Christian, I had asked Jesus to come into my heart years ago. There was something that I needed to upgrade in my trust and in my walk with the Lord. And was seeing that he loved me. The good, the bad, the ugly. He loved me. It says in Romans 8.38, I just want to talk about this passage too. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels or demons, neither present or future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, or anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, this is such a pure and committed love. God is not going to let anything come between us and him and his love for us. You know, he's got our back. And so when we trust him, it's a firm belief in the reliability or the ability or strength of someone or something. As a noun, that's what trust means. And as a verb... It means to believe in the reliability, the ability, or strength of someone, and in this case, God, and to commit someone or something to the safekeeping of God, and to have hope and faith and confidence. That's what trust means. You know, one of the things I was thinking about is my grandchildren, and I've got eight of them. Um, They are adorable. And one of the things that we, we do and that they've done is, you know, stand on a ledge and jump to, jump to me um, or stand on the swimming pool edge and go ahead and just take that plunge, even though they can't swim, into the water. And, you know, it's hit me how they just have such trust in me. And they trust me and do that because they know how much I love them and that I'm going to be there. And I think that's the same kind of trust that God wants you and I to have as is as he leads us into places sometimes where we don't feel confident we don't feel that you know we don't feel very strong or certain we can trust in his faithfulness we can trust in that and you might be saying okay Kathleen how about all those kids that uh, didn't make it in this tragedy Where was God in all of this? Well, I think God was right there in that room comforting those children. 
I think he was right there with them in their darkest hour. And there are going to be things that we're just not going to be able to explain on earth. Um, obviously, the young man that committed this offense and took all these lives had some real problems um, and mental issues. And, and I don't know what else. I did not know him. But we live in a fallen world. And bad things do happen to good people. And the Bible has story after story where hard things and adversity hit families. The life of Job. You know, Job's family was wiped out. Where was God? God met him right there in the ashes of his life. And he restored and he redeemed. The Bible tells us. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head how many fold. But that's who God was for him. But he went through great adversity. And there are many other stories that talk about the adversity, but how God did redeem the situation. And so just to wrap some things up today, um, I think, you know, we can say, just like it says in Psalms 56, 3, you know, we are going to encounter some terrifying times. And I know in this little community, of Uvalde and even in Texas there's so much going on right now um, it says in Psalm 56 verse 3 it says when I am afraid I put my trust in you in God whose word I praise in God I trust and I am not afraid what can mere mortals do for me do to me and right there I think if you're afraid if you are needing an upgrade in your trust, that's what I want to pray into today. Um, because fear is doubt and unbelief, and it's not trusting God. And God showed me that years ago. Um, he kind of pinpointed fears in my life. And he said, these aren't for me, and I want to set you free. And I was like, okay. He said, because fear is doubt and unbelief, and that's sin, and it's not trusting me. And when I felt the Lord speak that to me, it, it just really touched my heart. And I said, Lord, I'm so sorry. And I declare my trust in you. Forgive me for doubting you. Forgive you, me for the unbelief because I want to walk trusting you in my life. And so I want to pray right now for just an upgrade in our trust. For whatever you're facing, maybe you're facing marriage difficulties. Maybe you're facing um, COVID with a loved one. Maybe you're facing financial worries. Maybe you're just trying to make sense of this crazy world that we're living in right now. Um, I just want to declare over you that we will trust God and partner with Him. So, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Um that you're always with us, Lord, that you never leave us or forsake us, that nothing can separate you from us. We're just not always aware that you're with us. And so, Lord, help us to be aware. Help us to tap into your presence. Thank you for the gift of your presence. And, Lord, let us never take it for granted. And Father, I just pray for those hearts that are just having a hard time trusting you or making sense of where they're at 
or feel like you've forsaken them. Lord, reveal truth. Our feelings can lie to us, Lord, and reveal truth that you are right there. You're right there. You're right there with us. And Lord, show us just more of your love. Lord, I just pray um, for each listener that you would just reveal. And Lord, even for myself, just a fresh revelation of your love. And that we can confidently walk into the days ahead. Not with answers, but with a God that loves us. And I thank you, God, that you heal broken hearts. I pray for you, Valdi, right now. Lord, that all the hearts that are shattered, all the dreams that are shattered, Lord, that each one in those circumstances, Lord, would just walk hand in hand with you as they pick up the pieces and they would give those broken pieces to you, Lord, to put back together. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you that we can trust you even when life does not make sense. So bless my friends all around the world. Lord, you know the crisis that they're dealing with in their own communities. Bless my friends in Uvalde, in Texas. Lord, thank you that we walk with a God that is with us, that loves us, that is faithful and heals broken hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. And um, I just want to give a, a shout out for just some of my prayer team that has been faithfully praying and for people that um, have donated books. My book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, I've had people that have just provided so I can give copies of those away. If you um, have never heard of it, you might want to check it out. It is available on Amazon or on my website. And so Thriving Through Seasons of Grief is about how to overcome in life's disappointments, change, and loss. Have a very blessed day, and I hope your eyes have been opened to trusting God in hard places.